Welcome back to the Bad Bounce Podcast and our second iteration of Talk About It. And to no surprise, Kyle and I can't even agree on tacos. But there are some things that we agree on. There's some picks that we like. I hope you enjoy. This is a good one. But first, Harry Styles. Welcome to Let's Taco About It. Let's crack a lacking, everybody. Where we sample some tacos from a local taco shop. Where's this one from? This one's from Taqueria de Mexico. Ra- so Taqueria- you know it's legit. Mexico's in the name? Yeah, in the name. Oh, it's got to be. So it they was got like, some shoes to fill, some zapatos. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, it was ghetto, man. It's. I used to think it was scary. Now I don't think it was scary. Like, now I don't think it's scary. You're just about that life? I'm just about that life, yeah. Dude, I want, like, none of the guys spoke English. I was in there with my golf clothes, and everyone was looking at me like, what is this guy doing here? Well, it used to be, like, cash only, and really no, not one person spoke English. Now they got Apple Pay, they flip the iPad around, tip. It helps also that, like, you can, uh, you also know that it's a good Mexican restaurant when you have to pay for refills for drinks. You think that's a surefire sign? Surefire sign. Cash only is a surefire sign. And then also salsa. Salsa was an extra 50 cents. They do all of that at King Taco, which we will try. Exactly. Later on. That's how you know. That place is pretty fire, too. All right, let's go get the tacos. Let's do it. Let's dive in. I dropped the ball. I already put the lime on, but this is this is a great lime. Step one with tacos. I think I go lime first. Oh, 100%. Get everything nice and saturated. Let me show the peeps at home what we're working with. Yes, sir. Red salsa just everywhere. All right, Josh, you ready? What did we give, la- what, what did we give last week? I gave last week like a 7.69 because I thought the tortillas were just eh, but the meat was really good. I gave it like an, I gave it like an 8, right? You started off pretty hot, yeah, eight, eight-ish. That was some great carne asada. I mean, for me, it's all about the meat. With this one, just a look, typical little street taco, little bite side. We do two bites. I mean, with Josh, he's going to eat this in one bite, I think. My mouth's just watering, Josh. You ready? Yep. Damn. Two bites. Hot Sally. Taqueria de Mexico. Taqueria de Mexico. What do we give Taqueria de Mexico? Carne asada tacos. I absolutely love them. Tortillas, I don't know if they're handmade. They're fresh. They're not soggy or stale. Six. Wow, I knew you were going to disagree <laughs> with me, dude. I knew it. I was going like 8-5. <laughs> Six. Why can't we agree on anything? No, no, it's a damn good taco. Don't get me wrong. Six? Would you agree that the meat last week was better than this one? No. No? No. No. <laughs> you really think last week's was better? Ah, okay, maybe this week was a little dry. I am way more hungry this week. You can tell the meat's like a little dry. The meat last week was it's like a little almost drier. fatty. God, this one was good, though. I think I'm taking the dryness because it's just so oily. 
I think you you're, don't taste I it. Think I, got, I think you're a tortilla guy, and I'm more of like the meat guy. Yeah, like I'm huge substance. on the tortilla. Yeah. Huge. I'm just more like if the meat's right, taco's right. You're giving it a six? Six. I'm going eight. All right. What do you want to talk about? All right. Today, I really want to talk about scramble strategy. Oh, we played in a scramble yesterday. We just played in one yesterday. We had an absolute blast. The Fly Fairways Golf Club, shout out. We came in, you know, third place, so maybe you want to listen to our strategy. Maybe you don't. But, you know, we were on the podium. We lost to pro golfers. Yeah, really good team. pro golfers. One of the guys, he played in the Genesis last year, Genesis Invitational last year. The other guy played in the Farmers. Yeah, exactly. uh, This last week. Right. So, worthy competitors to lose to. Yeah. But... So what? I feel like we did all right. We did good. What What would we change? There are a couple of things we would change. So we, we had probably a guy who was probably a single handicap. We had a single handicap. You would say? Yeah. His name was Wall Street. Wall Street. What a guy. Left dressed to the nines. Probably five seven, a hundred and ten pounds, sopping wet. And he hit fourteen of fourteen fairways. Lefty just hit baby draw, baby fade. Didn't miss a fairway. Dead center. Yeah. Two fifty five every single time. We just needed to hit our wedges a little bit better yesterday. We kept on having to make long putts, which we did. We did hoop a lot of long putts. Calabasas is too club. many to make. Pure greens, but like tough putts. Yeah. So here's the first thing I thought of is there's a hole where there was a putt that was about 15 feet uphill. There was an old cup in front of it. So I used the within a club length rule very much to my advantage. And I moved the putt over to where the putt was a left inside left edge putt. Right. Instead of it being somewhat of a bender. Right. Okay, so you're saying this is a strategy. This is a strategy. You move can, the use it to your advantage, put it more on the low side. Yeah, move the ball just a touch more to the side so the putt is slightly straighter. You don't want a dead straight putt, because those are the hardest. Yeah. We want a putt that moves just a touch. And so for putts that move left to right, folks, move more to the right. Putts that move right to left, move a little more to the left. Interesting. I like that strategy. Yeah, I used it on one hole, and I was like, I should have used it a little more. I think I naturally just kind of move it a foot or so where I like it. Right. Okay. I think one of the best things we had yesterday is Josh hits it pretty freaking far. Right. So, so I was the bomber, but we had Wall Street, who hits every fairway go first. He hit every fairway, and he went first. So I think you need a guy like that. Right. That short knocker off the tee, but he's consistent. You need a bomber who can go up there and put you in positions that no one else really sees on the golf course. Mm-hmm. Someone who can wedge it tight. The wedge guy and putter. The putter guy and is a putter huge guy. For, for the scrambles. Putter guy is huge in a scramble. Yesterday, for some reason, I decided to be it. Yep. And the putter just woke up. Kyle, Kyle was in fuego with the putter. In fuego. It was awesome. Yeah. What other strategies are there? So another one that we're thinking of oh, is... On the green, too. What go ahead. Mean? Go ahead. Well, one of the holes that we made birdie, the lip-out eagle, it was a par five. We had about 185 to the pin. We were on a side slope. And we all we didn't use our one club length advantage to move it to the flat. I don't think we could have gotten... Flat, but yeah, we didn't really use the advantage to take it down the hill more. Because now that and we angle, had a hard shot, that angle that we were at, we we're hitting away. So to for the folks at home, the pick like was on the swing. front of the green. The 
Hill was quite of a the ball was above us, and so that's going to promote more of a hook. And the pin was front left, and like ten yard, five yards left of the pin is path and out of bounds. Cart path and just yeah, giant hill that's out of bounds. And it just invites you to go right into this bunker. But we're playing a scramble. We're trying to make eagle. So if we move the club length to our left away from the hill, then we would have had more of an angle that's we just hit straight towards the middle of the green and it'll curve left instead of playing towards the pin, aiming left, and if it hooks, then we're gone. Are you saying we should have taken my ball? No, your ball was 20 <laughs> short and over a tree. I just really wanted to take a tee shot of mine. Uh, my ball hit a tree and it was like still. I agree. If we moved that over into the flat area, it would have been a lot easier. Right. I overcompensated and blocked my tee shot thinking it would draw. Or not my tee shot, my, my shot in the fairway. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, and then I, I, I overhooked it. It almost went out. I was very fortunate that it wasn't. What about with guys on the green? You think you send a guy first to lag it up there, or you think all four just go for the make? All four just go for the make. Right? Yeah, absolutely. With Once the you get people, to, like, the third guy, he's already feeling it, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. And enough, I mean, enough people, you know, pencil wiggle their way through, right? I mean, we I'm just... I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, full disclosure, we kind of... Yeah, that's good. We're giving it to ourselves. Yeah. We'd hit it up to about three feet. We're like, yeah, you just go and pick it up. We're, not, we're not all that, missing though. that. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For but sure. I'm talking about the guys who blatantly make four on the hole and write down three. Sure. That happens, too. How does that stop? We, I mean, so for Ben, Ben Baller's holding a scramble, and it's called the Washlord Invitational at Angels National Tough Golf Course. He's going to have a marshal on every hole. A scorekeeper? Not, not yes. A scorekeeper on every hole. Not a not a group. Because they oh, can pay single off the group. Hole. Because they can just pay off the group. Right. So as the group comes through, you know, they write down the scores. And at the same time they can say hi to people and they can meet and they can talk to more people. Especially at an event like that. You don't think it's gonna make it even slower? No, the the person just sitting there just writing the scores down. You wanna know my fix? Sure. We eliminate four-man teams and make it two-man teams. Oh. No way I'm going to let you and your partner cheat if me and my partner got some skin in the game. You know? But how many good two-man teams are there? Then the score is going to be even more skewed. Why? Just no one can cheat. That's true. That's true. But then, like, if you have two good golfers versus, like... Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But that already happens. There was guys yesterday that were so happy to shoot two under scramble. That's true. They're having a good time. And we shot 16, and we're like, man, we left three or four out there. Right. That gets really competitive. That's that's making scrambles ultra competitive. Yeah. <laughs> I so think I'm taking this a little too far. <laughs> I really love scrambles. Kyle loved I love fist I yeah! woke up, man. I was. Everyone on the golf course heard me yesterday. <laughs> it was all in good fun. It was really fun, though. But I do think that's next time we play a scramble because we're going to we're going to the waste management next week. Yes, and we got a couple like we got fun two tournaments. Scrambles. We got two scrambles coming, so we're thinking, and I'm I'm trying to use a strategy: the one club blank to to our advantage. One club blank to our advantage at all costs. At all costs. Any cost, shot. Any shot. I mean, even if you use that for chipping, I mean, we could have used that for that one eagle chip we had. We move it one club length. That chip is way easier. The one where we lipped out. Yeah, we still made a great birdie, but. I tried that. It still was really hard. That's true. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I do remember that. It was that. just all mud. Right. There was no grass. Right. You know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Okay, so the strategy going into next week, then. 
Because you know me, I, I tee it up to win. Right. I think I'm going to have to be the short knocker that puts it in the fairway, which sure. is scary. Right. Because I miss a lot of fairways personally. Yeah. I like to entertain people. And then, Josh, you just be the bomber. Right. And, you know? Yeah. We'll have the wedger and putter. Yeah. I like it. All right. So we'll come up with a more in-depth scramble strategy as this goes on because I really, really want to figure this out. Well, you the have an idea about a scramble formula. tour. A scramble tour would just be awesome. Forget live. Forget PGA Tour. Imagine watching your favorite athletes or celebrities playing in a scramble event or just really good people. I don't know. Something to it. Yeah. It makes golf entertaining. Yeah, I wonder how many we could put in a year. Twelve. Twelve scramble events in a year? Yeah. I mean, imagine like Brooks Just Kepka, a one-day tournament. Brooks Kepka or and DJ. On the same team? On the same scramble team. With Patrick Cantlay and uh, just throw Steve Stricker in there to hit the wedge shots. Right. I mean, this is basically the PNC. This is like playing on 2K and choosing like every or single QB, player. I should say, yeah. 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 Right. And then, That would like, be awesome. That would be pretty fun. I would like, watch it. Like the match, but a scramble. Or Rory Tiger, like Team PGA versus Liv. Oof. In a scramble. I mean, that's, that's never happening. In a scramble. <laughs> At least make it possible on the on the video game. <laughs> well, what if you did a celebrity and a tour player? Yeah. And then you did like a pro scramble. am mix. Yeah, a little pro am mix. That'd I mean, be cool. Maybe, they could do that. What if... I mean, I think that's... That would make pro- pro-ams more fun if they were scrambles. I think the tour pro would like that. Is it is it pro-am not a scramble? I don't think it's a scramble. What is it? We should look that up. I could be dead wrong. Now that I think about it, why would it not be? They should televise pro-ams. No one... People already don't watch golf. Why are they going to watch a pro-am? Because if... I don't know. Problem is, it's not Tom Brady playing in the pro-am. It's the guy that owns a really big trash company that bought four tickets to go with him and his buddies that are playing, you know? Mm, that's true. How about Josh Allen not playing in the Pro Bowl because he's injured? Love that. He's one of us. playing in the Pro-Am. Calls off work to play some golf. Yeah, play, He's play one of us. Pro-Am. I love that. And what is the league going to say? Josh I wonder Allen's- if his wife's mad at him for doing that. No. Right? He lives he's the dream. Good. Yeah. And, Most I guys mean- call off work. Their wife's mad at him if they're going to play golf. <laughs> They want him to hang out with them. Josh Allen. <laughs> you know what's psychotic about that is Kyle's girlfriend is like 20 feet away right here. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> trying to get the the pot boiling a little bit. I live a dangerous life, gentlemen. Don't do it. I forgot my I, I lost my train of thought. I did too. That's let's talk about uh, it. Let's talk about it. So, one of our bets finally hit. Finally. And that would be me. Go Joshy. With Sung Jae in plus 20, uh, top 20 at plus 110. Not only did he finish top 20, what did he finish? Finished fourth. So, we could have gone top 10. Let's see what that even is. Top 10 or top 5. So if Those he's were plus nice. 110 at top 20. Then let's see who's one one time. Okay, like Tim Maverick McNeely's plus one ten this week. So that would be like if I bet top top five was plus four hundred, and that would have hit. Oh yeah, with ease. I mean, this is how they got you though. We just keep thinking like this, but sixty percent of the time it works every time, Josh. (laughs) 
we'll work this time. And uh, that's been so far the only cold bet that we've hit. Yeah. Yep. I did hammer a little hundred piece on Sawhith to win on Saturday. That also. I didn't think hit. I had hundred to win. Eight hundred. Yeah. Did not hit. But you know what, Sawhith? I'm gonna keep hammering on you, <laughs> brother. You're well, gonna do one for the Brown Boys. Kyle. Kyle had had a uh, house warrant. He just moved to Orange County. Yeah. About ten minutes from my work, actually. Back in the OC, baby. And he. Uh, he hosted a housewarming party. What was that? That was Saturday, yeah? That was Saturday night, yeah. That was Saturday night. We watched a Laker game. We watched the last, like, maybe five minutes, seven minutes of Boston versus Lakers. And you hit that. And I hit that. I hammered Boston. You hammered Boston against the Lakers. When they were down, they were down five. I openly cheered against my Lakers. I'm sorry, guys. And then that, that foul that wasn't called? Yeah. That, that uh, won me, I believe, $88. <laughs> and then there's a no call on LeBron that LeBron went crazy over. Yeah, that was Pat covered. Bev was like showing the camera, but also we were, we screamed the name Pat Bev like eight times. He drains two threes, but and then gets the crucial rebound. Gets a crucial rebound, but then with four seconds left, Jalen Brown. They're down three. Jalen Brown drives in for the layup. He Pat Bev should have just let him walk in and dunk it. Yeah. They're down three. He's going in the drive, and he commits a dumbass foul. Love that. And Jalen Brown that sinks moment. the free throw, and then LeBron doesn't get fouled and all that. Which was just, I mean, the NBA official Twitter tweeted about that, that yeah. they missed it, and yeah. they apologized. Right. Which they, they do from time to time. But, yeah. I've also seen that the NBA is registered as an entertainment company. Right. So they technically can rig games if they want to. Yeah. So, you know, just a little conspiracy, Kyle, for you. Well, they had the ref who went to jail. Yeah. For Tim Donahue for fixing games. Yeah. And him and all those refs are still boys. Like Scott Foster, who Chris Paul's never won a playoff game with. Yeah, there's mob ties and stuff for sure. For sure. Well, okay. You know what's crazy is they had a documentary have you seen those sports docs? Yeah. Untold? Untold? Yeah. So good. But they had one with Tim Donahue, and they're like, Tim, like, tell your story. As if he's going to tell the truth. Right. I heard one crazy thing. I Like, I got so deep into the weeds with that. I was listening and reading everything. They're saying, a lawyer was saying, Tim Donahue can't just admit to it and pay everyone off. Or, or he can't just admit to it because he has so much tied in and so much money was in flux with the gambling odds that he would have to pay everybody back. Oh, everyone that made a bet. Uh, everybody ever, that made a much bet on ever, a game he officiated. On a game he ever officiated. <sighs> on the years that were like that he That's not have. that's not even a real amount of money. Exactly. So he just he literally can't. He can't admit to it. He has to lie for the rest of his life. That's at least billions of dollars. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Maybe trillions. But I heard, like, people were talking when they were there when Donahue was refing games, and the lines would move by, like, four or five points. If he was refing. Yes. So what would happen is, like, the, 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 the guys who are tied to the mob right. would hammer one side, right, and wait for the line to move. And then when Donahue, and then they would wait for the line to move, and then they would hammer the other side really hard. And tell Donahue what to do. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they would move the we, line. Then the public would get on it. Right. And then they would hammer the Once other side. Once you have all of the public in, that's right. when you want them to lose. So they hammer right? the other side. And so they hammer it at like the best odds possible. That's awesome. So he wouldn't have to like officiate that hard. Crazy. 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 But that's how they cover the tracks. And, but they're like, but it came to backfire on him because they were like, why are the lines moving so much? Huh. Crazy. Anyways. So back to Tori. Max Homa. California boy. California boy. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Out of nowhere. But what was crazy about that tournament, first it started on Wednesday, but they had the, they had the Santa Anas, even here in Orange County, two hours north of, of Torrey. It was blowing really hard. It was hard. howling. And at Torrey, it was howling and cold. And what, what would you, would you rather have the South, the longer, harder course on the windy day or the long, harder course on the calm day? And then the easy What would course? I rather play or what would I rather watch? What would you rather play if you were a tour guy? Would you rather if have If I was a tour way? guy, I'd rather have, well, if it's the final day and I am chasing, I'd rather have it be a very difficult no, 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 no. day. For it's the first round, second round, they're playing two different oh, courses. Oh, okay, okay. So one's north, one's south. Which one would you rather have? Would you rather have the north first in the calm conditions so you can go low, then south in the hard conditions and where you're hanging on anyways? No, I'd rather play the north course in the harder conditions. For sure. And the south in the easier conditions. Because, I mean, you could shoot. 85 playing decent. Uh, 85 is a little extreme. Okay. This is episode seven. First time Josh and I have agreed. <laughs> I would way rather play the South because the South is an absolute monster. If I look up the yardage, it's got to be at least 78. Yeah. And they, they, they had to keep the pins the same. They had to keep the, the, the tees. They had to keep it fair. They couldn't move tees around right. for the players. It has to be the same. Same it pins. It has to be the same. Everything. And on an average day, if if the PJ Tour knows that it's going to blow 30 miles an hour, they're moving the tees around. True. But they, they couldn't. And I really like the scores this week, it being relatively high for relatively, a PGA Tour yeah. event. Yeah. 13 I mean, under wins. Those greens, they play them firm, too. Yeah. They bounce, man, especially with how cold it was. You would way rather have, you and I agree, we would way rather have south in calm conditions, north in windy conditions. Yeah. Max Homa got south in windy conditions. And, and he made, still balled out. Made four birdies in a row, and I believe he shot three under on south in the windy conditions. Justin Thomas was up there, and he just, he made, he went like five over in five holes or something and pretty much shot himself out of it. Because he had a great first round, but again, it was on north, right? John Rom struggled out there. Yeah, and so a man who's on fire. He struggled in calm conditions out there. Yeah, he shot two over in the final round. Right, he shot one over the first. In the round first round, he was able to take it deep on the on the north course. Right, kind of put him in it. Well, what was crazy is John Rom and Tony Fina were actually playing together in the in the first two rounds, and and they're playing together in the final round too. So they played three out of the four rounds together. But after. Nine holes on the second round, so through 27 holes. Actually, even through further, I think through 31 holes. Tony Finau was at two over, and John Rahm was at one over. That's crazy. And John Rahm went five under, or four under and three holes or something. He went It was playing really hard. Yeah, and so he went crazy on the windy day on the north on the back. And so did Tony. And then then he had that good third round on the south. The cut was even par. The cut was even par. But that's... It makes you feel like you and I could go out there and make the cut in a PGA Tour event. 
and I know damn well I would shoot 16 over for two rounds. It was blowing 40 miles an hour. Regardless of the conditions. Uh, I think I, if I had perfect I conditions, I'd shoot 16 over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Regardless. But that's why the cut was even far. Crazy. I love these events. Yeah. I love it when the scores are high. Yeah. The wind The wind was really tough. The greens were really firm, and they couldn't really do anything about it. And so Max Homa, in those conditions, un- absolutely, I, I can't tell you watching how unbelievably sharp he was and how well you have to strike the ball to be able to play in those conditions. And on the last day, his he was just firing at pins. Balls of steel. I'm going to sound like a hack. Max Homa is a really good short game. Sure, yeah. So when you know that you have that in the bag and you can rely on it, it really alleviates the stress on, like, on the long game. Yeah. Yeah, especially like coming down the stretch. This is his sixth win. Yeah. It's kind of cool to see him build his career. And he was kind of chirping at Daniel Kang. You know, he wants to win a major. That way they're tied. They're friends. Right, right, right. I think he could win a major. Yeah, he's hell yeah, he could win a major. He's got the game for it. Yeah. Okay. So he finishes. You know, he's he's had a sneaky good start to the year. He finished third at, at the Century Tournament Champions, and he won this one. I've seen his name all year. <clears throat> right. And so Colin finished fourth in this event. Yeah, 10 so, under, yeah, three shots out. It's amazing. So far, we had a battle between Colin Morikawa, John Rom. We had a battle between – and back-to-back weeks with Davis Thompson the last week going up against John Rom. At the American Express Championship. And this week with Sam Ryder, with Colin right behind him, with Fina right behind him, with Homa com- coming out kind of out of nowhere. And then with John Rahm coming at him, he held his own. He kind of fell apart, defecated over himself at the end. But this was this has been a, so far a great year of golf. Would you agree? Is the PGA Tour getting entertaining? Is that a hot take? Yeah, it's a hot take. Fraud or for real, the PJ Tour product? Uh, For real. For real. So here's a question. Right now, last year, this PJ Tour viewership, this year they're already down like 22%. The year before, they dropped another 31%. And so right now, no one is watching golf. I mean, I can see that because there's not a lot of recognizable names anymore. Sure, but if there are what you call recognizable names, they're in this field. They're they're up in the leaderboard right now. John Rahm's up there every week. Max Homa's up there every week. Colin Morikawa's up there every week. There's roughly, you know, five, six guys. Yeah, but as of right now, they're all way up there. Ricky's coming back. Ricky finished top five. Top ten? Top ten, sorry. Yeah, so, Ricky finished just outside top 10, T11. Yeah. And so what what can the PJ Tour do at this point? To gain more viewers? Yeah, like what what do they do? They got to do something outside the box. I've been thinking about it. I don't know what it is. They, so like even the NFL is going, going streaming. Like Amazon bought them, right? And then YouTube TV outpaid DirecTV to the red zone. And so right. the PJ Tour, they're owned by the Golf Channel is owned by NBC. And so they tried showing like the Walker Cup and beginning of tournaments on Peacock because Peacock is owned by NBC. Right. 
No one watches Peacock. Nobody. But is that is that the model that they kind of have to go forward with? No, there's not enough viewers in the game to... It's just another step to go and search it on YouTube or this and that to stream it. Right. I don't think people are going to do it. Yeah. I already... I, it's already difficult for me to click on the TV and look for golf. If football's on, I think I'm watching football. So... Golf would never actually lose. So the question is, will golf lose its spot on TV Sunday afternoon? Which it wouldn't. Those are dog dog days. Those are the times where there isn't really too much to watch anyways before football and things like that. These bigger events like the majors, no, absolutely not. I think people are clearing their calendars. Master Sunday, it's like a holy day. Sure. They're watching. But I think for a regular PGA Tour event... We're going to talk about the field uh, at Pebble later, but the field at Pebble this week, there's there's no one good in the field. I mean, three or four guys. Right. So what does the PG Tour do? It feels like it's a really good Corn Ferry Tour event now. Right. So what does the PG Tour do? I mean... And that's not a knock to the guys on the tour. <clears throat> it's just very difficult to follow them when everyone seems the same now. At the same time, the NBA is going through the same thing that the PJ Tour is going through. True. Everyone is now just shooting the ball. Well, Everyone's no, not flashy. not the viewership problem. Their viewership is way down. And so they Everything are having... has to be down from COVID, I guess, right? Sure. I mean, especially for golf. Right. But in general, the NBA viewership has been going down, 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 down. It's been a serious problem. And a big part of it, it could potentially be, and I think the PJ Tour has the same issue, is... The highlights, the NBA is almost too generous with the highlights. Not to say the PJ Tour is very generous with the highlights, but on ESPN, it's easier to flick through the highlights. Well, have you gone on YouTube and ever ever looked at the NBA where they just like have all the highlights ready for you? Yeah, I, and it's like a twelve-minute version of every basket that's happened. I pretty much do that for every game, and exactly. same with the PGA Tour. Exactly, and so they have a twelve-minute video of a three-hour game. That shows pretty much everything you need to see. And so, and then their other issue is, especially with the NBA people who are watching, who are generally younger, they're cord cutting. I don't think anyone's cord cutting and going through illegal streaming sites to watch golf. Could be wrong, but I do think most people just it's, feel yeah, like... It's not more than 1%. No, but I just feel like no one feels the need to watch all those guys play. Like a lot of days, the days that I work, let's say like Thursday and I go home and then I watch the highlights. It's a four hour telecast. I just fast forward 15 seconds at a time to see who's playing. I know who's leading. Right. So I could see the highlights there. Right. And I will fast forward 15 seconds and they're still on the person who's putting. Yeah. And golf is so not relatable to watch on TV. Sure. Which is why the YouTube stuff is getting huge. That's why yeah, the it's a lot more fun pool. to watch a, a 10 handicap play or at least a, a, a scratch golf or a right. five handicap because you feel like you can do it too. Sure. And then, well, like, let's say like good, good. They're the closest that you're going to get to, I guess Bryson is, but good, good's about as close as you can get to being inside the head of a really good player, a tour guy. Right. And it's the whole thing where like a lot of people want to be like them. Right. At their skill level, it's have as lifestyle. much fun as them, play the golf that they're playing, the courses that they're playing, who they're playing with. 
have as much fun as they look like they're having. And on the tour, it's so far away. Serious. Just yeah. with the tournament we played yesterday, everyone was dressed in like really nice streetwear, right? Golf clothes, right? I liked it. Yeah, but there's really not one guy on the PGA Tour that is dressing like that. Sure, and I think they're afraid to maybe break out of that mold. Or I, I they don't probably know. just don't think it looks good. That exactly. at least when it comes to the streetwear. But okay, but doesn't the NFL have that problem? Doesn't the doesn't the NBA have that problem? In what way? Just I see. Like I see Lamelo Ball walking into the game. I think he looks cool. Oh, I mean the relatability thing, though. Being able no. to get inside the. I think that when you and I watch a basketball game, we think we can shoot that three pointer and make it. I don't think we can dunk. We think we can dunk. But, but I think you can somehow relate to that because we're not playing it. Actually, you don't think someone at home? My dad all the time will be when someone misses like a twelve footer is like. You got to play that higher. You just got to play that higher. The ocean's to your left. You got to play that higher. That's true. I don't know why my t- Korean dad turned into Collinsworth on a Sunday. but A 12-footer is also not on it's TV, less it looks than like, 50-50 chance. Yeah. And on, on TV, a 12-footer looks like it's like four feet. Yeah. It's like, you, you can't miss those and expect to win. You got, you got to step up and make those. So do you think if they dial the ball back... And the ball goes shorter, that it would make golf more entertaining and worth watching. Well, you see, and I think we get to play the ball that we've been playing as see, amateurs. I think at least. this is where we're different. Is that I think that the ball going three forty and shooting twenty under par is what people want to see. I, I think don't people. Think so. I think people want to see NBA games that are one twenty eight to one twenty two, where they're trading baskets and hooping threes. I don't think they want to see defensive battles so they could feel like, oh, yeah, I can make that. Th- oh, I, I also miss threes like that. Right. Yeah. So I think I, I think people want to see bombs and eagle putts. And you think people like seeing 27 under par? Well, you said 20 under par and bombs. Yeah. yeah. I think so. I disagree. Some of my coolest, like, memories of Tiger is him thrashing shots out of long rough or weaving them through trees. But you see, even that is a good memory. These are like not a relatable memory. That's true. Yeah, I think we watched them because But that's us. We're trying to hit that shot when we're in the trees because we're in the trees. Sure, yeah. And so I think when we see Tiger Woods play, we're like, he's he's a superhero in golf clothing. I think he's a superhero in golf clothing for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's what we want. We want that's why dynasties do so well. We want Superman hmm. throwing a you football. You may have just Patrick altered Mahomes. my way of thinking. <laughs> But I don't think so. I'm still going to hammer in. <laughs> All right. So move on to what would you do with? What oh, would you man. do with the winner's check? Max Homa. $1.5 million. $1.522 million to be exact. And we'll throw a $400 in for the muni that he won on Monday. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. He's just playing a local muni. Where does Papa go? He's Papa go in NorCal? You know, that's almost stealing. <laughs> I mean No, only... if that guy can't go out and beat Max Homa, what's he trying to do? Right? It's true. The person that came it in. It is second. true. He it also was good for them to see that. He also lost by one. Yeah, that's awesome. I think he yeah. would have learned more losing by one than winning if Max Homa wasn't there. Right. 
Okay, sure. what would I would do with one point six million dollars? One point five two two four. One point five two two four. All right. Here's what I'm doing. I'm buying a nice piece of land out in Joshua Tree. Okay. I know those go if you if I get a really big property, quarter of a million. Okay. I'm spending a million dollars building a glass basically warehouse style building. Okay. So I'm at one one and a quarter. I got okay. two hundred and fifty left. Okay. I'm spending two fifty furnishing the bad boy. Okay. And I'm renting it out on Airbnb as just a, a mirror glass oasis for, you know, these tech billionaires. It's and like whatnot. It's like knives out glass onion. We talked about that. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's right. You didn't watch Knives Out. Who the hell hasn't watched Knives Out? Me. You, that's okay. what I'm doing. While I edit this damn podcast, can we throw it on the back? Yeah. It's a great. Knives Onion, Glass Out. <laughs> knives Out, Glass Onion, asshole. Glass Knives Out, Onion. <laughs> Here's what I would do, $1.5 million. What would you do? I would buy you and me. Already liking this. A flight to Dubai. Okay. And I'm playing, you and I are playing that golf course until we run out of money. We're playing. Where they had the Dubai. Until we run out of money? Until we run out of money. I just did the math. That's 4,000 rounds out there. That's awesome. 340 bucks We could play play for, what is that? 10 years? Yeah, exactly. Let me make sure I just did that math right. Check mine too. Yeah, 4,000. 4,000 times. We could play it 4,000 times. How sick does that golf course look? It looks so beautiful. By the way. The grass looks so just tight. Unbelievable. And then hitting into the... You're hitting range balls into the into city. Into the, the skyline. Even these Rory chips looking straight into the city is unbelievable. And that eighth hole looks just pure. We just have to look out for the palm trees. <laughs> but we'd be good otherwise. No, you got a free drop from the palm trees. What are you talking about? That's true. I mean, it's so definitive and clear out there. You know exactly which palm right. tree that ball's going in. Did you see he tried to defend himself today? No, I didn't see. I did see the video of the ball going into the right palm tree yeah. and him identifying it 100% in the left palm tree. Yes. It's in the palm tree. That's what he was saying. Know? He's like, they just asked me to identify the ball, so I identified the ball. Yeah. And he's like, they didn't ask me which palm tree, so I just pointed it in the general direction. It's like, no, you didn't. You definitely pointed at that one. Yeah. But, I mean, like it's just, not not in the palm tree. Where else is it going to be? And they had it on film. But that just is just a bad bounce that's that bad he bounce. called it. And it was not in, you know, said palm tree. It was for sure in a different one. That is fair, though. Where the hell else is it going to go? Yeah. And then I think... DP World Tour, like, threw a little shade, posted a video of Rory, like, most polite guy on tour, uh, and it was Rory saying thank you, like, 50 times uh, to all the patrons and volunteers. Yeah. Patrick Reed just doesn't this seem is, like... Yeah, really turning out to be something. He's he's just not a great hang. Is he entering, like, his villain era, or has he already been in it? He's the, Okay, he's the villain era that no one can get behind. Like, it's not like LeBron going to the Heat. At yeah. least the Heat like him. Exactly. But Liv, you think Liv likes this or Liv doesn't like Liv it? Liv loves this. It's at least 
It at least brings it's bringing it, something to the name, right? Like, he finished one shot behind. I mean, as long as it keeps being brought up, live, dude. Live, if Rory live, doesn't live. make that putt, yeah, I can imagine that playoff. If Rory doesn't make oh, that putt, oh man, imagine that playoff. And he knew too, and he's like, "Damn, I better make this now." Uh, in or the, in the press, uh, in the in the interview right after his win, he was like, "This was a huge emotional win for me." Yeah, he said it. He well, said something hardest, along the lines like, "I don't know why it feels this big, or it shouldn't feel this big." Yeah, it it really shouldn't be this big of a deal, but it is. But it is. Yeah, and at one point they we keep bringing it up. They had that glorious Ryder Cup match. Yeah, where they seem where like they friends. were friends. It was kind of crazy that at some point, like Patrick Reed and Jordan Spieth were good friends, and they were laughing at videos together. Yeah, but he just doesn't seem like a great hang. What if it kicked out of what if it game. really isn't all true? I mean, actually, we've heard a lot of stories from guys like even in college about it's gonna, Patrick Reed. It would it would it just seems so, very true. It seems extremely true. Yeah, there isn't I'd be very there surprised. isn't really coincidences or, you know, if it's out there this much. Right. A bit of it has to be true. But here's the other thing. Patrick Reed is really good at golf. Yeah, he's he's yeah, he's a player. Right. Like. Before, when he was first out on tour, he was like Mr. Monday, qualify, uh, Monday qualified for eight events. He held the record. Mm-hmm. I loved his game. And then, I don't know, all these, just poor guy, fucking all these bad things keep happening. <laughs> Not to him. He he does it. Yeah, yeah. He brings it upon himself is what I was He makes saying. a little lie, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, he sued two people. I mean, I guess the whole him suing Rory and them showing up on christmas eve wasn't true i don't know but he effed it all up when he threw the tea he had it in the bag if he would have just walked away yeah media wise for sure then he looks like the cool one right you know right but rory bang is able to world number one shit spins it around well also when when we first heard the news that was last tuesday when we did our last pod yeah and in my head I thought he freaking hugged the T at Rory. That's what the media made it sound like. And then we like, see the video. He underhand tosses it like in his it was general just direction. Such a gentle toss. Yes. And I was like, I was actually a little disappointed. Like, but, of course, in golf, that's like Patrick Reed throws T at Rory McIlroy. Right. You know. In hockey, they literally let them fight. Right. Maybe okay. <laughs> If we allow fighting on the golf course, <laughs> would it make it? Would the viewership go up or down? Way up, but it won't happen because nobody will actually fight. You wouldn't want to see Bubba Watson versus Billy Horschel. Oh, I would. I would love to, but I don't think they would. Like viewership would go way up. Siwoo Kim versus Tom Kim. <laughs> that would be horrible. That would make golf look worse. Okay. Spin on it. They're tag teamed versus Adam Scott and uh, let's go Tommy Fleetwood. (laughs) Who's winning? Oh, Adam Scott and Tommy Fleetwood. But at the same time, the fight would look horrible. No athleticism. I feel like Tom Kim and Siwoo Kim just got the will and the fire. All right, we're way off topic. Um, (laughs) Where were we at? (laughs) Well, we're talking about the European event. Well, we're talking about what would you do with? And then I. Oh, yeah. And I segued smoothly into. This topic here about Patrick Reed and the, and I mean, he's Rory's pretty sure win. in his villain era. Yeah, 
But Rory this, throwing shade too. I really wasn't playing that well coming into this. I didn't right. really play that well all this week. Right. Comes out with the W. Right. Rory. Okay. So obviously John Rahm is in play though. He's number three in the world. Scotty number two. Rory number one. Quickly, I want to have discussion. This is our first edition of Fraud or For Real. But Rory McIlroy this year saying world number one. Fraud or For Real. He's got a lot of heat on him this year, but I think he's like a true world number one. So for real, he's like he can stay number it. one by the end of the year. Yeah, I don't think he's here for a yeah. for a season. He's here for the year. Right. You his know? swing, his swing is actually looking a lot tighter. It's looking shorter. All he like really it. needs is like motivation. It's true. Like, do you feel that way? Yeah, I mean, he laid up on eighteen. He said he was thinking about going for it. He didn't have his stuff, and he won. He he really didn't have his best stuff, and he won. And he hit two fairways in the second round, and so he, but it was true. He didn't have his best stuff, and he won. And so, if Rory just had this mind of his when he was younger, when he was younger, oh he would be God. dominant. He would have been dominant, but. I think but he's that's got it why. now, and he's tur- he's gonna be he's like thirty four exactly. So he's still got six years of like hardcore going at the ball in the tank for I would sure, say. absolutely. And the way he's taking care of his body and everything, it, it's probably even longer than that. Right, Look at LeBron, for you sure, know? for sure. So it, it's just a question of whether he wants it or not. But yeah, it's gonna be really interesting. I mean, I think John would you would you say John Ron being number? So if you say Rory will be number one in the world. Fraud or for real, John Rom number two in the world. Well, we still haven't seen any of Cam Smith. Right? Ooh. And I know Ooh. this whole world ranking thing, Ooh. whatever, whatever. We still haven't seen anything of Cam Smith. And he's just been kind of calmly chilling and waiting and lurking in the waters. What do you okay, you're giving me a look. Cam Smith, fraud or for real, world number two. Fraud. Uh, He's already down to like six or something. But that's because of this whole world rankings thing. Yeah, that's the only... Do I believe he's the second best player in the world? Yeah. Yes. That's what I should have said. Yes. For for real. Cam Smith has game for real. So we're going off sheer official world golf rankings. Official world rankings. John Rahm's going to be in the the top five, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. I don't... Scotty Scheffler, I think, is going to... Is gonna flip something, and I still—I've been saying it. I think he's gonna win a major this year. So you say he stays at two? I think no, he stays no. at two. I really don't see anyone taking it from Rory. I don't. I just don't see this year. I really don't. Just don't see a lot of random winners, first-time winners. Yeah, it's all big boys. It's the big boys are here to play, and they're like, yeah, because it made it made Max Homa, no offense, seem like a small winner, and that's like a six-time tried and true guy, but. Much beloved because of his Twitter. Oh, of course, dude. Yeah, he's a beloved. legend on Twitter right. and just in SoCal in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when you have Rom winning every week, you got Rom winning every week. You got Colin, who's Colin finished like I said, second and fourth. He's had a great start. I'd to the love year. for Max to win a major or players or right. something. Yep, and be in that conversation. Max has been playing well. I want to see what his uh, official world golf rank. Hung Jm's playing well. I mean, all these the yeah. big boys. The big boys are showing up this year. Yeah, I think that matters. I think that matters. So I'm just very curious to see who I think John Rahm and Rory will battle it out quite a bit this year. Here's another question. 
Max Homa is 16th in the world currently. Yeah, I mean, I think the big boys are here to play, and not to not to forget, but this year is the Ryder Cup year. God, it's gonna be awesome. This, I mean, last the last time they had the Ryder Cup, and these guys care. Last time they had the Ryder Cup, Rory was awful. Rory was absolutely awful. He that's why he, he cried and he was like, "I don't care about my own career. The only thing I'm at it. This team means way way more." Which I I love that about him now then, that he loves yeah. the Ryder Cup so much. Remember when he called it an exhibition? Yes. And then that's when I kind of started getting on the anti Rory train. Right. He just always has his hot takes. And then at at the end of it, they're like, "So what do you think of this exhibition?" He said, "Oh, the greatest exhibition in the world." Yeah, he, he almost loved it. he almost threw his shoulder out, or he hurt his shoulder from high fiving Sergio so yeah, hard. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I love it. And so yeah, they did get spanked last uh, last time. Europe at got Street. spanked. Rory was horrid. Which is great because America needs to do this. Yes. And then, if you remember, Rory wins the CJ Cup right after and he goes, you know, I just, I'm just i just figuring out, like, just me being me, I was just trying to do be someone I wasn't and do too many things. Me being me is enough. Yeah. And then I got, awesome. I got on an Instagram live and said, Rory's not back. He was one of the worst iron players that week. He got hot with the putter. That's <laughs> not his game. He is not back. But at that time, that was a correct take. He was he struggled for six months. Yeah, and then, I mean, you called it later on. You said, okay, watch out for Rory. His swing's looking a little bit better. Well, he became the number one wedge player that for the for the second half of the year. Yeah. That's where I was, even at the end of last year, I was like, that's not, that's not keeping up. But he was, again, top three in wedges last week. Or something like that. I can't remember. But he was unbelievable with the wedges. Which is probably why he had the confidence to lay up. For, for sure. Because old Rory's smacking that thing over the yeah. water. And he's so good at it that he doesn't care. He'll do it. Right. Oh, for sure. But now I'm like, where's this wedge magic coming from? Also, is it a little coincidental that Rory gets the good break and his ball is hanging up by a foot? What do you mean? Did you see that? Yes. Is that a little funny that, you know, Patrick kind of tries to take the good break and loses by one and then Rory gets the good break and wins? Are you saying... What do you say? Are you saying somebody stopped? No, his I'm ball? just saying. No, I'm oh, saying it's just, just like in sports. Like, gotcha. it's funny how it works, right? Oh, yeah, things can flip. If yeah, at the end sure. of the day, the guy who who does what's right wins. Mm, yeah, but yeah, no, Rory his his wedge game has been on fuego since last year, and it just I don't I don't know where it's coming from. You can't just confidence your way to stop backspinning everything. Well, he had that little tailor-made segment I watched on YouTube a while ago where he said he noticed every two tournaments, he said they're hitting 150 shots from inside 100 yards. Mm -hmm. He said, can you imagine how many golf shots that is? He says, I spend about 90% of my time working on that now. Yeah. So you think he just put more I time think he's in. just, yeah. He put realizes he can do everything else. It's pretty much ingrained in him. Right. Like the driver, I don't really think he practices at all. Yeah. He just goes out and plays. Right. Long irons too. His chipping and putting is great. He probably just hits wedges. Right. Well, if that's the case and this stays up, then he's absolutely unbeatable. Yeah. He's absolutely unbeatable. I do think, hot take here, that he might struggle at Augusta again this year. Too much hype? Not too much hype. He just he struggles cutting the golf ball. Well, Augusta's a drawless course. Augusta's drawing it off the tee and then cutting it into the greens. Mm. Well, I mean, the yeah, CJ Cup. a long Cup, ways away. The CJ Cup, he cut it pretty well. 
Hopefully he can do it. I would love for him to win the Masters. To win and get that Grand Slam. Get that Grand Slam. I've been waiting for that since I was like 16 years old. Right. There's a world in which LeBron can... silver hair again. Right. (laughs) Where did that come from, by the way? What's that? The silver hair. Did he die or is is he just getting old? Oh, that's true. Don't get old on us, man. I don't know. That's a good point. Anyways. What about LeBron? There's a point. There's a world in which LeBron will finish, will be number one assists and points at the same night. Yeah, you and think the, he'll hold off and kind of try and do it on the same night? That sounds like a LeBron thing to do. I would do it. That sounds like a LeBron thing to do. And then there's a world in which Jordan Spieth and Rory can both finish the Grand Slam at the same year. That would be sweet. There's a. I, I didn't even think about the Jordan. What has Jordan not won? The PGA. PGA. I always forget that. Isn't that crazy? I forget it. Isn't that crazy? Just, you know, a little shade to the PGA because it's the most boring one. <laughs> but I felt like he already won it, but that was when Jason Day won. Yeah. But he became yeah. world number one that, right. that time. That's why I felt like he won. Right. Wow. Yep. Go golf. Yeah, that would be crazy. And then they face off at the Ryder Cup or something. That would be pretty cool. We need this, golf. We need it. <laughs> we need I can't wait cool. to talk about the Ryder Cup when that time comes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go into our bets. What's your bet of the week? Hold on. Let me pull it. Okay. Better we going safe bet? We're going bet of the week, the safe bet. <sighs> All right. This is a little boring. We like kinda, boring. Kind of, kind of not. But I'm going with my man, Jordan Spieth. Top 20, minus 140. Okay. I would put a large amount of money on that. He does play pretty well here. He it's like, like a playground to him. Yeah, he does it's like It's a little short. It's all wedges and creativity. Mm-hmm. Unless he decides he just wants to have a fun weekend up in Carmel. <laughs> a little too much fun? Yeah. Yeah. What about you? That's a good That's a good pick. Um, I am going to go. How about Matt Fitzpatrick being the favorite? Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that. They know something we don't. I wouldn't have done that. But then the field is a little, I'm like not going to say weak, but there's just not a, there's not all the top names up there. Well, what they know is Matt Fitzpatrick is the highest ranked player in the field. So I yeah. Think they just put him up there. But you wouldn't in say the U.S. Victor, Open winner last year. Yeah. Victor's more of a favorite. No, I would take, I would take reigning U.S. Open champ over Victor. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I am going to go with Seamus Power at 125, plus 125, top 20. He's been playing some great golf. Okay. And so I'm going to take that as my safe bet, um, my bet of the week. And what is your bad bet of the week? My bad bet of the week. I mean, we're go- okay. I'm going to go really bad bet of the week, which is Arjun Otwal, plus 500,000 to win. Why not? Why not? Why go, not? Go brown boy. Go Brown Boy. Yeah, Team Brown Boy. Why not? Um, and then actually, and this is a normal risky bet of the week, would be uh, Maverick McNeely to win. Plus 1,800? Plus 1,800. Maverick McNeely to win. So you think, yeah, I guess he could have a first win out here, huh? Maverick, I keep seeing you on Instagram, man. <laughs> game's, looking, game's looking sharp. I'm going to go with Ben Griffin, top 10. Ooh. He's been playing some really good golf. 
He has. He's he has a really good great guy. golf swing. Yeah, and so this tall. is a this is a tall. tough this is a tough week to choose just because the names are. You see what I mean? The names great. are. I mean, yeah, this is an off week for a lot of guys. You know you, what I think it is? I think it's the pro am part of it. I don't think a lot of the bigger names want to play in a random pro am with other people. I guess. Guy, I guess if the U.S. Open was here this year, there'd be a lot more guys. Sure. But other than that, they're not going to do it, huh? Yeah. But this even, used to be a staple for Tiger, though. Yeah. Yeah. Phil. I mean, this one had a lot so. of history. Like, like I think a guy like Jordan loves the primes. I think he loves playing with people. Like here's a people. slight little knock. Like, how can you talk about the history of winning PGA Tour events, this and that, and then Rory's not in the field at Torrey Pines? Or Pebble Beach, two very historic non-major events. I will say he always plays in that Dubai event. Okay, do you think it's because he loves flying halfway across the world to play <laughs> in that event? No, no, I hear what you're saying. Like he really likes the course. I'm just saying he just. Why do you think he goes all the way out there? Yeah, he gets. Yeah, he gets. He gets a little little side side change. It was publicly known ten years ago that he was receiving. Yes. Double digits in the millions, 10 right. million, 13 million to appear. Right. I can imagine his appearance fee is a little higher now. Right. Inflation, you know. And is it because the PGA Tour refuses to pay that or can't pay it, won't pay it? What do you think? Like, why is Rory in Dubai and not in these historic events? Tiger would play him. Well, then Tiger, Tiger also did switch. He he played. He would kind of go back and forth. Yeah, he he played in this event, in the Dubai event, in in a different golf course. Yeah, yeah. And then, so I mean, I'm sure he got paid too. I'm sure Rory's politically correct answer would be that it's a European Tour event. He, he also the represents course. the European Tour. Right. He's from Europe. Right. So he wins in that argument. Right. But what's Tiger's argument? Anyways, Conspiracy mm -hmm. Kyle. Conspiracy Kyle. Alive and well. Yeah. Yeah. Drink real, uh, drink real water, folks. <laughs> drink real water. And that is a Bad Balance podcast. Bad Balance, baby. Thank you, guys. <laughs>